0: Hey, everybody, welcome to season two of the podcast. In this season, we are talking all things sharing Jesus confidently. And during this season, we've had a number of different guests join us to discuss what it looks like in their lives, the testimonies of what God has done, and how they can apply that in our everyday life. And in this season, we're going to discuss ways people can grow in personal evangelism. And today, I have a special guest with me, none other than the favorite on this podcast, (laughs) Pastor Ben Fitzgerald. Welcome back. You have officially made the hat trick of the SJC podcast, and that's a record for us. It's such a joy to be here with you. So good. I know how
1: big your heart is for the lost and how much you guys are doing. So, so, so wonderful.
0: Yeah, come on. So good. Well, hey, we're going to talk a little bit about um, all things personal growth for evangelism. And um, obviously, there are... There's one gospel message, yep. essentially one gospel message. That does not change. Yes. But our approaches or expressions to that yeah. often do, and people yeah. have different expressions. What would you say is your particular style or approach, yep. or, or even method, maybe some might use the word for, yes. uh, for evangelism?
1: For me, um, it depends. If they're friends, it's different. But if it's just meeting somebody cold, you know, on the street, um, for me, I always try and smile. My smile is to really be loving. Mm. Uh, sorry, my, my method is to really be loving. So I always try and posture myself like, I'm not just here to convince you, but I am here to start like just to love this person and go, hey, bro, how are you doing? I'm good, man. I ask him questions. Yeah. I ask him like, hey, what's that band on your t-shirt? Oh, it's my favorite band, bro. Their biggest metal band or whatever. And I don't go, oh, that's demonic. You know, I don't, I don't yeah. talk religious garbage with people like about trying to find their sin within five seconds or the things wrong with them. Yeah. So I approach them through love. And then what I do is I ask questions a lot. So the other day I had an encounter with a guy and the Holy Spirit told me, he said, ask him the question, um, do you know where joy comes from in life? And I just asked this guy a question. He looked quite successful and it really rocked him. He's like, "Stopped." He goes, where? And I said, from the teachings of Jesus. And he goes, okay. And I said, I felt to tell you that. He goes, that's very interesting. Thank you, mate. Like he was so open, you know? So I try and just approach people with a smile. Hey man, my name's Ben. Just shake their hand or whatever and just be kind of, i uh, hearted lighthearted to begin with, yeah. and then I'll ask simple questions. What do you think about God? Do you believe in God? Or I might get a word of knowledge and say, hey, it looks like you have bad back pain. And I'll say, yeah, terrible back pain. You know, I'm a, I'm a laborer or whatever, and uh, I hurt my back. And then I'll always throw these little comments in like, I'll say, I'll go, this might sound weird to you, bro, but I pray for people and uh, and things happen. You mind if I pray for you? It just takes 10 seconds. So I'm giving the least amount of pressure to the environment yep. of when I'm with them. And then I give, when I pray, the most amount of authority and power I can in that ten seconds. Come on. So does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. So I approach it really chill. Yeah. And then once I'm in in with a person in convo, um, then I can be straight and clear as an arrow, clear as a diet, you know. And then pray for them with power and authority. And I'll say, "Get off their back, you unclean spirit!" Like I'll be yeah, very, wow. very clear in that ten seconds or twenty seconds. Yep. And then they'll they'll see God move. So, yep.
0: how do you find people yeah. respond to that?
1: Oh, they—you mean the get off demon. Yeah. So
0: the moment you go from being like smiling, yeah. friendly, yeah. and you know nice to engage with, to yeah. then addressing in an authoritative way. Yes. How do you, How do they respond to that?
1: I've never had anybody respond badly. Yeah. Only I cannot remember one person I prayed for in twenty years. Wow! On the street where I've prayed in Jesus' name, get off them. I think they feel like He cares enough about me to pray. Yeah, wow! You know, yep. uh, now I've had people go. I go, hey, can I pray for you? And I just say, Father, heal his back right now, loose him from pain or whatever. And then they'll be like, Yeah, it feels a bit better. But when I've gone after demons, generally I can sense that something evil there. Yep. And uh, and usually it's right. Yeah. So if it's right. Uh, it's been a good response. Yeah, come on. I think I might have had one, actually. I'm just remembering maybe I had one that was bad. But in 20 years, most people, once they've opened their heart to let you pray or open the door to let you pray for them, they don't really know what's happening. Yeah. you know, They're not like, hey, can you just break this curse off? They don't know what's yeah, going on. Yeah. Break what? Like They wouldn't even know what that yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. So I'm a bit careful with my language. Yeah. I don't say really the word curse, like your curse, because I don't want yep. them to go away thinking they're cursed. But I'll say I break any curse over their life or any... Um, yep. Or like, I'll break any dark spirit, I say that sometimes. Yeah. get out of their life. So yeah. the response is generally come good on. with that. That's amazing. Yeah. All
0: right. Now, obviously, being around 20 years preaching the gospel, yeah. I'm sure that you've come across maybe one or two <laughs> that have maybe rejected you in some one way for more shape. Or... Yeah, yeah, yeah. And rejected the gospel message yeah. as a part of that conversation. Yes. Um, can you just maybe talk about an experience or, and maybe just even yeah. how you responded to that and dealt with that?
1: Yeah, I mean, so many come to mind, but yeah. I would say, um, I remember one time that I was preaching to a group of guys and uh, it kind of just flipped on me, you know, and started like, instead of, accu- uh, instead of receiving what I was saying, one guy began to kind of threaten me and get aggressive. And so, and in that moment, you can only trust God, mm. you know, and so you just go back into that place afterwards, like, okay, that was scary a bit but I'm not going to stop preaching because of that, you know?
0: Yeah.
1: And I've had other times where people have intellectually kind of tried to shut me down or be, you know, speak very loud, like, how dare you try and force your religion on me or mm-hmm. whatever. And yeah, you do feel a bit of a sting at first, but yeah. I tell people, I go, just get nine more good rejections till you stop caring what people really think. Yeah. And you kind of accept it as part of, of life. Like, I think rejection is such a gift to the family of God, not mm-hmm. rejection from each other, but rejection yeah. from people. Mm-hmm. And and just realizing, man, I'm not living for everyone's approval. Yep. I don't ground my identity there. So it's been a gift to me, and I've walked away from those moments sometimes. Like God, that that hurt. That lady yelled at me, or she she accused me in front of a few people there, and and I just kind of submit it all back to God. Because if I don't, what I'll do generally is I'll start to con- maybe the enemy might even convince my thoughts. This doesn't work. Yeah. And and you're not good at speaking. You don't mm. say the right thing. And he might actually shut that fire down and put fear in me. Yep. And I don't want that fear because I know it's a lie. Yeah, Because on. that's not the majority of what's happening. Yes, That's only like it happens a few times.
0: Yep. So good. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, what did you do in your earlier years to grow in this space of evangelism? So mm. obviously those things of rejection and everything like that help build. Yes. But what are some of the other things that you did, the practical things, the intentional things that you did to grow in the space of evangelism?
1: I think learning to hear God's voice. Mm -hmm. Not everybody lives on an outreach. I used to work in, you know, just a normal job. So when you're working in a normal job, you can't really just do an outreach. Yep. Um, But learning to hear his voice helped me really grow a lot. Like, God, would you give me a word for that guy? And I'd just be saying that in my head. Give me a word for that guy. And be working in the same place as him all day. And I'm sort of praying under my breath in my heart through the day. Yep. And God, tell me something. So learning to hear God's voice was one that helped me grow a lot. Uh, Another thing I'd learn to do is how to sharpen... like the decision point with a person like Mm -hmm. not just go god bless you have a great time and and hope for the best yeah how to actually say have you ever thought about praying
0: Mm -hmm.
1: no i haven't what would the worst thing be if you prayed yeah come on well nothing i guess i don't know i just haven't done it i go well why don't you start it would you commit not for me not for my church's sake not because i want you to sign up to some club bro but would you commit to just starting to talk to god Yes, I would, you know, bring people into sort Come of on. decision points. Yeah. That really helped me grow too. And and often I'd be able to throw the net clearly then like we've all sinned against God. Mm. And and do you need Jesus? Actually, Sheree, this happened recently. Come and on. I'll say this on ca- camera. I, I wouldn't, I, I would say it from a pulpit, but I won't tell who it is. But I met with a president in the last nine months from Western Europe mm-hmm. who leads the whole country. And uh, and I met with him twice in private. I shouldn't be meeting with the president. Oh. I have no credentials. I left school at 14. I was a drug dealer who met Jesus at 20. But um, the Lord gave me a dream, uh, and it was like a back-to-back, two dreams in one night, consecutive sort of follow-on dream about this man's life. Wow. And uh, and somehow I got into his office. And it's a very very long story. I have to condense all that. Really? But what happened was the first meeting, I was sweating under the table. I had a suit on, the Secret Service things. Everyone's there. Everything, you know. And uh, I'm sitting there with the chief of staff and the president and my associate leader of Awakening. I brought him to have my chief of staff kind of deal, like to at least look credible kind of.
0: Yeah, yeah. And,
1: uh, and I'm sitting there and I had this short meeting with this gentleman. Because you don't get a long meeting with the president. Mm. Before me was one of the leaders of Saudi Arabia met him before my meeting. And uh, like the vice president of one of those countries. And so I just I was shaking under the table, sweating. My palms sweat. I never have that fear. And so I told him what I felt, but I didn't. Very careful, very gentle, very like he understood everything gently, and and uh, and I told him this prophecy that I felt would happen, well, it did happen. Wow! And so long story short, I got a second meeting back. But in the first meeting, I was so afraid, and in the second meeting, I felt like God said to me because of the years that I've sharpened, like how to bring somebody to a point where they decide that yes, I would like to start praying to Jesus, or I want to. Yeah, I would I would be willing to read the New Testament or okay. the Old Testament and both, you know. I'd be willing to start reading the Bible. I've learned that and the Holy Spirit said to me in the second meeting, now I'll preach the gospel to him. Wow. And I did. And I preached the ABCs and so learning to to refine. We've all sinned, haven't we? Have mm. you ever done and looking at a present? Have you ever done anything wrong against God, surely, right? Surely you you felt like you've hurt people before. Everyone can recognize that and yeah. say because of that Jesus had to die. And that sin, that judgment that's on our lives has to be paid for by somebody. Mm. And he loved you enough to pay for that. So I gave him literally the gospel in five minutes. He's turning wow. red. Wow. This is a leader of a country, you know? He's turning red. Wow. The chief of staff's looking like this, kind of weird. Mm-hmm. And I'm just still at it. Five minutes. And then at the very end of it, I threw the net. Mm-hmm. And I just said, Do you have a relationship with Jesus like this? And he said, No, I do not. And so, and I said, Then the next question, what do you say? Do you want a relationship with Jesus like this? And he said, literally, he turned red. He said, I never heard it put this way. Wow. And he said, and yes, I do. Come on. And it shocked me. You know, like it was, I was like, (laughs) you know, but God took over me. But the point is, I refined that skill. Yeah. Come on. How to bring someone to the the revelation. Yeah, I've sinned.
0: Mm, mm. Yes,
1: I need saving. Mm. What will happen if I die? I never really thought about death, you know. Yep. So there's things like that that I encourage people like learn, watch clips, watch stuff like this where yep. learn from Pastor Sheree. Like, how do you share the gospel? And and what is it? What's the gospel really? Mm. It's not just Jesus loves you. It's much yeah. more than that. So, yeah. so I learned that over the years how to do that in a short, brief, powerful way. Come on, and then lead somebody to a decision. If they'd say no, I don't want to receive Jesus, mm. then I wouldn't go. Okay, cool, bro. Well, bless you. I'd say this: Would you be willing at least then to read the Bible? Yeah. Well, yeah, maybe. I go, not for me, not for anybody else. Would you be willing to do that? Yeah. Yeah, I would. Okay, cool. Here's where you start, you know? Yeah, yeah. Bringing them on steps toward God. It's a takeaway so, for them. Yeah, I learned a lot. That ref- it really refined my skill in, and I say skill, it sounds weird, but the anointing, this, yeah. you know, yep. um, of how to communicate with people on their mm-hmm. level. And the last thing that I'd encourage people with is that exact thing. Meet on their level. Yep. Paul said, I became the Jew to the Jew, Greek to the Greek. You can't expect people to understand everything you're saying. Yep. You'd probably not every, understand everything they say if they talk about their favorite sport or whatever. You're like, I don't even know what they're referring to. Yep. So you've got to try and meet at their level sometimes. Yeah. And if they say, bro, I saw a ghost once. Okay, what happened when you saw it? Oh, bro, I had this weird experience and... And then you see, oh, they understand a bit about spiritual things or they're mm-hmm. open to that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So now I might bring Jesus yep. into the convo in a little bit more of a spiritual way yep. than some theological degree on the wall way. You yeah. know? Yep. So it, it's learning by the Spirit. Mm-hmm. And you've got to stay close to God with that yep. in that moment. You've got to be listening. Yep. Yep.
0: That's amazing. Yeah. And it's interesting because I think um, the more we go along the journey – the more you you learn it it's mm. sh- it's the sharpening of that gift and that grace that takes yes, place yes and you know even out of personal experience those moments of rejection they do they do shake your core
1: they do yeah
0: (laughs) Uh, and and as but as you do more you find that the shaking is not so much anymore that's right you're like oh no i know what that is i know how to deal with that and you 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 grow in that space yeah it's so awesome now one of the other things obviously that is a big part of, of evangelism is um is prayer, and we have a value here that prayer fuels power, amen. And we believe that that is the key starting point for anyone engaging in the <laughs> space of evangelism. Yes. Can you talk to me a little bit about how pr- your prayer life is essential in that space for you and evangelism?
1: 100%. I started that early because mm-hmm. of my praying mother, she was a great example to me. Yeah, and uh, my friends are all like against God, you know, they, they were not into like, oh, it's your religious thing now. Yeah. I'm like well I want it to be your thing too but so yeah. I started to do what my mum did I put them on a list and just prayed and I prayed probably 30 seconds a minute maybe for each name and in one year out of the 10 names I had on the list all 10 of them received the Lord oh
0: wow come on
1: now only four of them stayed with God mm-hmm. but all 10 of them received the Lord and um and I learned that early on so when we're praying I think what happens in prayer is, one we're loosing with god's authority what he wants to do Mm -hmm. and secondly we're listening while we pray the spirit actually groans through you with things that can't be expressed so god's spirit begins to bring things up in you revelation the heart of god the feeling of like hey your friend right now you just start thinking of this old friend you haven't seen in 10 years and the next minute you get a facebook message from him you know and god was putting that through you in prayer and then you now you know what to do with this yeah you know so prayer prepares you for the soil come on Uh, it prepares you and and jesus Sorry, it prepares the harvest too. It, it prepares the person to hear. Yeah. And Jesus uh, had like kind of a trick prayer where he's like, he goes, hey, he goes, pray to the Lord of the harvest, Luke 10. He goes, that the Lord would send out laborers into his harvest because he said it's truly ripe and plentiful, right? Yeah. And he told the disciples, you pray the Lord of the harvest would send people out because the workers are few. Well, yep. the same people that started praying that prayer, guess who the ones that were sent the were later. Yep. They Come prayed on. a prayer that they fulfilled. Yeah. And That's it was it. a bit of a trick, but yeah. God's like, you start praying for souls and all of a sudden you'll be gripped by it. Yes. All of a sudden you'll be a part of it. So yes. prayer, it's the greatest, I feel like it's the engine room of boldness. Come on. It's the way that I enter into the heart of God and the boldness of God, yep. because I feel like I've prepared myself Come on, in some way to bring Jesus to people. And I Certainly. sense like sometimes if I pray for 30 minutes before I go somewhere or... Or if there's someone I know I'm meeting who's a non-Christian, mm-hmm. and I take time to pray in the Spirit before I go, yep. I feel it's so much more weighty, yeah. powerful, and it pierces better. Come on, yep,
0: that's amazing. Well, yeah. hey, we're going to finish in this moment with prayer. Um, I'd goodness. love for you to be able to pray for us and yeah, yeah. listeners day. That'd yeah. be awesome.
1: Yeah. Okay. So I'll pray that this these obstacles will become really a blessing to them. Yeah. So, Father, I thank you for thank every you person Lord. who's watching, who's listening. Mm-hmm. God, I pray in the name of Jesus that any obstacles that they have faced, that they wouldn't see these as uh, things that are shutting them down. They would just see these as ways to learn. And God, we pray that any fear, any fear of man... um, anything we we have a propensity to be kind of step back or set back because of rejection yes i ask you god that you would help people to see they're not rejecting you it's not personal they just don't know the message they don't understand jesus yet and so father i pray that they would be just filled with great boldness Mm. and and in the way that they preach god help them Help them to win people. Help them Jesus. to do stuff that is crazy wild. Help them to go to someone's mm. birthday, which they know there's going to be sin there, but they go because they know yes. they're trying to reach the yes. person. So Father, I pray every listener oh would have so much grace, Lord, to see people saved yeah. and uh, and let these things that are obstacles or maybe even personality Jesus. traits where you think, that's not, I'm not bold like that. Mm. Let God fill the space that you don't think you have. Yeah, And Father, I thank you for all the people that will be saved Jesus. through the yeses of the ears and the hearts of the people listening to these podcasts in Jesus' mighty name. Thank you, Lord. Amen.
0: Amen. Amen. Thanks, Ben, for joining us. That's amazing. Thank you so much. Hey, today's conversation may have stirred your heart to want to continue to grow or be in pursuit of personal growth in evangelism. So for all of you listening today, can I encourage you to make prayer a priority? to be intentional and to engage in the Sharing Jesus Confidently course as a part of your next step. It'll help you and equip you to be able to grow. So maybe you've missed the previous episodes of the podcast. Why don't you subscribe and go back and take a listen to the other episodes and perhaps share them with someone who will encourage and challenge them today. Thanks for joining us on the Sharing Jesus podcast.